It's my pleasure to say welcome to the Friday Night in a Space talk. Our talk tonight is How to Stop Worrying. We've invited our speaker to explore a couple of things with us tonight. To start with, how to manage our mind so we can put our worries into perspective. And just now, Enrique was saying how so many people now find that their mind or their brain just keeps ticking away. And I think that that's when our worry also then extends into an anxiety. Um, and so how do we manage our mind? Secondly, is it really possible to stop worrying? Uh, or is it a pie in the sky idea? Thirdly, um, if worrying leaves us depleted of energy, enthusiasm, and generally it gets in the way of our happiness, is there a way we can strengthen our mind so that we don't lose our energy, our enthusiasm, or compromise our happiness? Our speaker tonight is Enrique Simo. He is an executive coach, an organizational development trainer, and a leadership consultant in Spain and Latin America. Enrique is going to speak with us for roughly 40 minutes, and then he's going to do a short meditation, just three minutes. After that, he'll be answering any questions you have. If you could forward your questions through the question and answer link or the chat, I'll look at your questions and then put your questions to Enrique on your behalf. Enrique, thank you. Over to you. Thank you so much for inviting me and have the opportunity to share a little bit of my experience because I try always to, to share things that are important for me in practical and, and also things that I've been working on and I've experienced, not only theory, but the practice. And yes, meditation is one of my practices for more than 35 years. And I asked myself many times why I'm meditating every day. And one of the things is because it helps me to manage my mind, to manage my thoughts, to manage my emotions, and to help me to be centered every day in the morning. I center myself, I focus myself, I connect with what's important and meaningful, and then I start the day. And I think this is very connected with worrying because I was thinking that worries are like, like a visualization. No, It's like the, the worst visualization that you can have about something. For example, I remember a story of, a, of, of one of my students when I was giving courses to people to find jobs. No, So there were young people there. And one, one girl, she told me that she went to, to skiing in the mountains and their parents were so worried about her, she, thinking that she will break her leg, she will fall, she will something happen. And they were to talking to her saying this, take care, take care, please. So they were so much worried that these worries were uh, conveyed to her. And while she was skiing, she was always time thinking, oh, if I fall down and I broke my leg, if I fall down, my parents will say this or that. And finally, you know what happened? She fall down, <laughs> she broke her leg. And then the parents said, yes, we have said to you. So, you know, 
these kinds of those thoughts doesn't help us because blockage us and doesn't help other people because we convey to them we um uh infect them no it's like the virus we infect them and and they 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 take all these thoughts also in their minds and then they are like constrained by these thoughts so um the idea is that worries are just thoughts in fact I was thinking that worries are just thoughts that we create in our minds. But um, the delusion of these worries is that it seems that we are doing something. We are concerned about something, no? When we worry about something, someone. And it seems like it's important to worry and to express these worries to others because then it's like we are showing interest in something. And now we see the, the world with so many situations that we can worry about them, but we cannot do anything about them or very little. But many people are talking all the time about the situations, about the news. They are sharing this news with other people whilst eating, they are continuing these thoughts. And then they create some, these thoughts in their minds and these thoughts create drains the energy and, and stops them to really do something active, proactive and creative. The other day I was working with an executive and when the war with Ukraine started, this day he was really upset and he was really with a lot of emotions. And he came in the evening to the session and he said, oh, I spent such a bad day today worrying about the war and worrying about all these things. But then I realized at the end of the day that, well, what can I do? I cannot do anything at this moment. So why I create these thoughts that creates this bad feeling inside myself, that I create this bad feeling in my family, all are, are talking about these things and there is no, no really impact in that. So this is the first idea that I want to convey that worries are just thoughts, but we give aliveness to these thoughts in our mind, we create emotions through these thoughts and then they become like, like a reality. And this reality becomes an experience in our life. But this experience doesn't allow us to move forward. In fact, it blocks our brain and doesn't allow to think properly, to take good decisions and to continue to work because it's like, like a cancer there, no? It's something there all the time um, annoying us. And, and, and making noise inside ourselves. So this is the delusion of worries. So the first thing is to understand that worries are just thoughts, are not the reality. And these worries are not something that I'm doing. It's only something that I'm thinking about, but in fact, I'm not doing anything. So another example, very, very popular in Spain is about mothers. And and Mother's Day, they, I, I've had many conversations with, with groups of mothers because I was giving also courses uh, for uh, school teachers, but also for parents of the students in, in, in the schools. So especially mothers were coming to these trainings, these courses, these workshops. And well, I was sharing these ideas and I was worrying. And they were saying, well, but if I don't worry about my children, if I don't express these worries, people will think that I'm not a good mother. So 
it's connected with this idea that if I express my worries, I'm worried with my, by my, about my children. I, I'm worried about the health of my children. I'm worried about the future of my children. But then you don't have the energy to really create and enjoying life and living the present. And this is the thing. When you are worried in your mind, you are losing the most important moment in your life, which is the present moment, is the now. And the present moment is the only moment that really exists now, here. And it's the only moment that we can be creative and create something new, creating our future. So we are creating the future in the present, but what kind of future? And, be, and if we in the present create these worries about the future, but this is not the right future, this is not an inspiring future, this is the worst visualization that I can have from the future. So it blocks me, doesn't inspire me to move forward and have all these thoughts in my mind and all these concerns that create bad feelings. And this is the energy that I convey to the people I live with or with my children. But this is the delusion. This is the, the cheating in your mind. No, you are not honest with yourself. You're not clear with yourself. You believe something, but in fact, you are doing the contrary. You are not doing nothing, anything. You are just uh, blocking yourself. So this is the first thing. Observe yourself and, and get to the conclusion that worries are thoughts. And these thoughts are not um, creating any solution for this situation. I've read that <clears throat> they have done some studies about this kind of thoughts no, and worries and have done studies with many people. And then they have said to them, how many of these worries has become a reality? And it was 80% was not becoming a reality, only 20%. So imagine how many thoughts we are creating that are not becoming a reality. So this is energy that we are using and is not becoming real, is not becoming something practical. So we are using our most powerful energy, which is the, the energy of our thoughts, into nothing. So then it's very possible that you, if you continue to worry, you create this anxiety, you create this kind of feeling of fear, and then depression can come, uh, negativity can come, and then you are not able even to work properly or to have good conversations with other people or have good relationships because you are all the time in this bad mood because the worries of the future, of the world. And now, in these moments that we are living, um, we have all the reasons to create a lot of worries in our thoughts. And this is why it's so important to, to practice some kind of training of your mind, working on yourself. And I would say the main thing of working on yourself to deal with worries, but to deal with other kinds of thoughts, fearful thoughts, anxiety thoughts, all these thoughts that doesn't allow us to bring the best of ourselves from inside. I would say the first thing is the gate to self-awareness. We have to open this gate and we have to work on self-awareness, be aware of ourselves, to connect with ourselves. And it seems, so, it seems so easy or natural that we are aware of ourselves, but I'm 
very surprised because I'm doing this work all the time. I, I try to observe myself, to understand myself, to know myself. So many years I'm working on that. So I'm very surprised when I talk to some people, even young people, and they are really surprised that when we have this kind of conversation and they say to me, I've never put attention to myself. I've always been looking to others, copying others, complaining to others, thinking about what is happening outside. I have not devoted time to be with myself. And today I have a conversation with one person who was saying, well, my time, I understand my time not being with myself, but with being with my family, with being with my friends and enjoy being with them. And, and it's fine. But my question was, what is your relationship with yourself? And he was not able to, un to answer me this question because he had not a relationship with himself. He had a relationship with the family, with the friends and with the job, 90% or 100% and a little bit with others, but no time for oneself. So to really stop worrying and work on these thoughts, first is to go inside yourself and, and understand yourself a little bit and understand what is happening inside yourself. Be aware. And there is a beautiful quote <coughs> of Carl Jung, which says, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. Hmm? Until, you, until you make the unconscious conscious, the unconscious conscious, it will direct, the unconscious will direct your life and you will call this fate. But this is the idea. We have to be aware of how we are ruled by our unconscious mind, our old patterns of behavior, old beliefs, cultural beliefs, family beliefs, so many automatic things that are influencing our thoughts, our capacity to decide, our capacity to create. And if we don't bring this unconscious and make it conscious and we are aware of that, it rules our lives. So this is why meditation is so important, no? The capacity to enter in yourself, to take time to pause, to stop doing so many things. And this is so difficult for so many people nowadays, and especially with the people I work with, because they are very busy. They are getting a lot of success. They're getting a lot of money. They are good at what they're doing, but <clears throat> they are all the time producing something, achieving something, analyzing some, something, thinking about something, organizing something. And this drains the energy, especially of the brain. So we need to pause and recover and renew our energy so that we are more fresh to do more. But this is very difficult to understand. And when you activate your way of thinking very fast, your brain is so, such, so active that even it's difficult to sleep and you can feel very tired, but at the same time, your brain continues to work and doesn't allow you to really have a deep rest, which is very important to recover your energy of the body, of the brain, but also of yourself. So this is the idea to, to pause, to stop doing and to observe yourself. And I would say this quality of observation, no one, 
teaches us the capacity to observe. Observe means not analyzing, not judging, just to be able to be there and observe. We can observe the external things, nature, and we enjoy observing nature and being relaxed. It's nice, beautiful. But the thing is to observe yourself. It means to note what is happening inside yourself, <clears throat> to be aware of what you have, what you don't have, to be aware of what reigns your life and how can you, how can you have the reins of your life in your hands and, and not worrying about the future or hoping that the future will be better, but instead of that, starting to work on making your life better, making your, your future better. And this is the thing, when you are able to pause, to understand yourself, to know yourself, to observe what is happening inside yourself, and especially also these internal dialogues, no? these voices that are all the time talking to you in different ways and influencing you the way you think, the way you decide, the way you react, the way you respond. So when you are able to see all these things, then at least you have the possibility to change something. And this is the thing. If you are not aware of the impact of your thoughts, if you are not aware of the impact of your worries, if you are not aware of the emotions that they are creating and the blockage that these emotions are creating, you cannot change anything. And then you are creating the present. In the present, you are creating a really poor future. But this habit makes that every moment in the present, you are creating these thoughts because they become a habit. You think, this is the delusion, you think that you are doing something because it seems like when you worry and you express these worries, you are doing something, but in fact, you are not doing anything at all, not even in your life. Hmm? So the idea is be self-aware, practice self-awareness. <clears throat> Activate the attention within. Because there is a saying, I don't know exactly how it, it was, but it, is, it says something like, if you can do something about something, do it, but don't worry. And if you cannot do something about something, don't do it, but don't worry. <laughs> so there is no need to worry. If you can do something, do it. If you cannot do it, don't do it, but don't create more thoughts in your mind that creates this anxiety and these feelings of, you know, emptiness. And sometimes even the feeling of um, irritation because some worries connect you with something in the future and gives you fear. And when, when, when this fear is activated, some kind of violence, internal violence or irritation is there, no? Why are these people doing this? Why the government is doing this? Why my boss is talking to me in this way? So you, you are worried about how others are and the future that is there, and then you create this internal insatisfaction, and this doesn't help you to be happy in your life. So things will happen, things are happening, but I am, I, I, I've learned in myself to ask, me, to ask me all the time this question, in any situation, what can I do? And this is now like a mantra in my mind, Something happened. There is a little bit of worry about the future, the money, or, or they paid the rent, or whatever. 
And I asked, I can do something. Yes, this little thing. Okay, let's do it. I can do something. No, you, can, you have no influence in this situation. Okay, then forget it. And this is a training. The training is to understand that your thoughts have a big impact in your life. Now, neuroscience are studying our brain. And it's very clear that we create a thought. And these thoughts create uh, connections. And these connections is called synapses. The neurons are connecting and creating lightning and, 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 and wiring. They are wiring and, and lightning. And they are creating this synapses, this connection, which is a, a habit in your brain that helps you to think in the same way. So if you repeat worries, you are creating these connections, these synapses in your brain. And then it's very difficult to get out from that. So, so this is why it's so important to observe yourself, to realize how you think, and to change this pattern of thinking by asking yourself questions, by challenging these worries. This is another thing that I do. I start to worry about something. And then I ask myself, this is true? This is true. Tell me, it's true. And I say, this is true? No, this is not true. This is just an idea, but I don't know. Some people always say, I have fear to lose my job. And say, this is true. Well, no one has said to me anything, but the world is very, very uncertain and, and very, um, a lot of things are happening. Yes, but you have any information that you could lose your job. No, but I have to be worried because if, if something happened, yes, well, be occupied when something happened, but if now is nothing happening, why you are creating these thoughts that are draining your energy, it doesn't allow you to work properly. Then what happens with worries is that could create the possibilities for that to happen because you are creating this energy inside yourself. So in fact, in one way or another, you are calling this experience to your life. If you are visualizing all the time this, <coughs> You know that we have this power of visualization. And this visualization, it is focused, concentrated, and repeated. We, in fact, we are attracting this kind of situations in one way or another. So we have more possibilities that this could happen rather than if I focus on my job, if I focus on creating something new, if I focus on being positive, if I focus on enjoying what I have right now in this moment, and then it's very possible that you will continue because people want positive people, creative people who generate good atmosphere. So these are thoughts that uh, you need to think about. What is my internal dialogue? Mm -hmm. And for me, this is why meditation is so important because meditation is very simple is the idea to stop, to pause, to disconnect of all these things that are happening outside that we have to do, work, relationship, people, things that you have to solve, paying rent, dealing with the money, etc., and the news and whatever happening in the world. But you find a time to disconnect from all these things consciously. You train yourself for that. You have interest in that and pause and observe yourself and learn from yourself and connect with yourself. Because finally, the most important relationship is with, is with yourself. 
And if you are happy with yourself, if you are content with yourself, if you know yourself and you have compassion for yourself also, because you know your weaknesses, but you know also your strengths, then this energy, with this energy, you can relate to other people and you will relate from your best self. And there are so many influences externally that at least is how I see it, that I need every day to sit in the morning to center myself, to pause my mind, to calm my mind, to create consciously positive thoughts, spiritual thoughts that gives me power, that gives me strength, that position myself in a very positive, creative uh, attitude, and then start the day. If I don't do this, I feel that something is lacking and then the influence of external things is, is coming to me very easily. And then it's, it's easy to worry about so many things. But when we are stable inside yourself, you are focused, you are clear on your, your internal creation in your mind, you see these thoughts coming, but you don't allow them to influence you. They will come. Remember, they are thoughts. They will come because the influence are there. The news are there. People are talking about many things. The uncertainty is there. So it's normal that some thoughts of some kind of worry appears in your mind. So it's not a question of fighting with these thoughts, but observing the thoughts and asking the question or challenging these thoughts. They are true. And this is why... If you don't have time to pause, to connect and to observe and to develop this self-awareness, then you are lost in this ocean of worries that we are living now. Because everything can be a worry now, everything, so many things. I don't remember any other time in my life that so many things are happening around me, not only with me, but also with people around me. And I work with so many people and, and, and listen to so many stories. And some people ask me, Enrique, how can you sleep quietly and, and have a nice sleep with listening so, to so many stories and so many problems and so many difficult situations? And I say, well, meditation helps me because I try to do my best with all the people. I try to help them in the, in the, in the way that I can. But I'm very clear that I need to use my mind in a proper way and don't take worries about from others in, inside myself because I cannot do nothing with that. So I always ask myself, what can I do? In which way can I help? How can I contribute? And also some situations which are difficult, the question of how, what can I learn from this situation? And all these questions position me in the present moment. And all these questions position me in the, in the role of being the protagonist of my life, the creator of my life. And I'm very clear on that. I don't want to be the victim in my life. I don't want to be the reactive person in my life. I want to be as much as I can, of course, <coughs> sorry, the creator of my life, the uh, protagonist of my life. And for that, I need to meditate. I haven't found another method that helps me to deal with thoughts, emotions, 
centering and deal with all these things better than meditation. But for me, meditation is not a technique. And many people, it's very interesting, they say to me, I cannot meditate because I cannot sit there and my mind goes here and there. And I say, well, I can understand because we have trained our mind to be very fast. But think about meditation as a, an attitude in life, an attitude of observing. And I like, I like and love this word, observation and attention, of developing your capacity to observe and the capacity to bring your attention to different places from outside and more inside. And you can do this any moment during the day. You don't need to sit to close your eyes, to put music. This is the formal meditation. It's important because it's a training, but you can do also during the day because meditation is for me, is not a doing thing. It's a being, it's being, being alert, being an observer, being attentive of what is happening inside and outside. What is the impact from the outside inside you and then be able to do something with that. Remember this, this question for me is so important. What can I do with this? So maybe you are in a meeting and something happened and you feel in your body some uh, sensations. Immediately you can realize if you are aware of that, that some emotion is emerging. If you are aware, you can say, hey, 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 what can I do with this? So you bring your focus, not from external things, you bring your focus to internal things. You observe that you are reacting for something. Something external is making you react internally, but then you can breathe. You can change this thought. You can calm your mind because you are aware of that. You are attentive. You can change it. So for me, meditation is an attitude that you can practice during all the day. If you are aware, and this is why I was saying before, the gate to self-awareness is the gate we have to pass through. And this is the first step, which is the most important. The other day I was talking to a person that I've um, suggest him to meditate and he was practicing and he was seeing the, the, the good results, but uh, we had a conversation yesterday and he said to me, well, Enrique, I, I'm really surprised because in this last month, I was not practicing so much meditation, but I've seen very good results, practical results in my life. I feel more content. In my job, I feel more stable. In my family, I feel more happy. And I am enjoying the moments. And I say, well, but what have you done? Well, I woke up in the morning and I, I, I create thoughts in my mind, simple thoughts, but I'm fine. I'm good. I'm really happy. I appreciate all the things that I have. I'm grateful for the, my job, grateful for my family. So I create these thoughts and I feel very good. And then in my job, I put attention in the meetings, not to absorb negativity and, and to be attentive, to not be influenced from the things from outside. And so he was describing me all these practices that he was doing, but he was not related them, relating them with meditation because he thought that meditation is to sitting and just being there uh, especially for meditation. And he said to me, I've not done this as much as I, I was thinking to do, but I've done the other practices, but I see very good results. And I say, well, this is the idea. The idea, <coughs> the idea is the capacity to be self-aware, to observe yourself and to bring your attention all the time, activate the attention inside. 
and then you will catch you know, these thoughts and you will see when these kind of anxiety thoughts, worrying thoughts, negative thoughts appear in your mind and then you see, oh, this is there. Okay, it's there. What can I do with this? Do I want to continue to think or do I change this thought and create a new one? Hmm? So this is for me the, the attitude of meditation. Hmm? And when you uh, practice and you, I think, as I said before, the brain creates this synapses also for meditation and for a different kind of thoughts, then it's not um, something that you need to make an effort, but it's something that becomes a, a hobby. And I say to many people, uh, my hobby is to meditate. I enjoy meditation. Doesn't mean that always I have very good experiences, but has become a habit to pause at least one minute, two minutes, and just to observe myself. And to also, it's very important to connect with my intention. No? I have a conversation in front of me. So what is my intention with this conversation with this person? What is the attitude that I want to have with this person? So again, I become the protagonist. I, I become proactive. I, I can influence the situation and I'm not allowing myself to be influenced by the situation. And then this is why I can be with many people and not be affected by them because my position in, internally is to give, to contribute and not to absorb from them what is happening, but to give them some, some kind of gifts of peace, of calmness, of clarity, of enthusiasm, of uh, centering or whatever they need so that they can go out from this, I would say some, this jail, because sometimes it's like a jail of your own thoughts. So I observe that so many people are, I would say like prisoners of their thoughts, prisoners of their thoughts. And when we create something, then we have to destroy this. It's not something that you can say, okay, now I don't want to think about this. No, if you have created these thoughts, these thoughts are there. You have created a pattern of thoughts. So it's so important that you realize the importance of thoughts and the importance of your creation of your thoughts so that you can change these thoughts because they have an impact in your life. So I would say there is not a specific technique. It's more about an attitude. It's more about awareness is more about creating a life of being awakened. Mm -hmm. So let's have a moment of practice, a few minutes of meditation, and then we open the space for questions. So now just sit comfortably and breathe deeply. It's very important to breathe deeply. It gives you already a feeling of release when you breathe deeply and also it's very practical because when you breathe deeply you send to the brain a message that everything is okay there's no danger there is everything fine so just with breathing you can create an attitude inside yourself and prepare yourself for the exercise and now observe your breathing just be there for a moment Breathe in 
and breathe out. And allow yourself to be free from all other kind of thoughts. They will try to come. It's normal. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. But don't put your attention to these thoughts. Bring your attention within yourself. First to your breathing and be there, present. And now observe how do you feel? What is happening inside yourself? Bring your attention to your feelings. Be there for a moment. No need to judge, analyze, just observe and describe how do you feel right now? And now bring your attention to your mind, to your thoughts. What is happening in my mind? The mind is all the time creating thoughts. But don't allow your attention to go behind these thoughts. Just observe them. Become the detached observer. You can do that. It's a skill that we can develop to create a healthy distance between you, the observer, and your thoughts. Imagine that your mind is like a blue, clear, clean sky. And every thought is like a cloud. Thoughts, they come to your mind, make it into clouds and allow them to go. And just observe your blue sky of your mind, clean. And every thought is a cloud. And every cloud, finally, they will disappear, they will go. And while observing, you can start to feel a nice feeling of serenity and peace. Because when you are detached a little bit from your own thoughts, you create a space to activate the inner peace the inner calmness and the serenity that you have already inside yourself. And now bring your attention to your forehead and concentrate all your attention in a little point. It's a point of concentration. You can visualize a little point of light, like a little star. It's a point of focus. It's a point of concentration. It's a point of consciousness. And just be there for a moment. All your attention, all your energy is focused on this little point of energy. And you can see how peace is activated inside yourself. And a beautiful feeling of calmness appears in your heart and in your mind. And now you can breathe deeply. 
move a little bit your body and come back. Thank you for your attention. Thank you, Enrique. That was beautiful. That was very beautiful. And it certainly brought me back into the present moment. The questions we have for you are coming in slowly but surely. Um, the first one is more a reference or a comment somebody's making, but I think it's something that's very important. Um, there are people who are uncomfortable being with themselves um, or observing themselves, and it's because they're not sure what's going to come up from inside. Um, and getting to know the true self, they're not sure that they want to discover that. How, when you're feeling so low about yourself, what advice would you give someone so that they can move forward in that direction? It's a very good question because it's true that some people, they have, uh, even they have fear to, to be with themselves because the mind is full of negative thoughts and they have seen in their lives negative attitudes and they think that they will find these also inside themselves. And it's true, we have a shadow part, which is there. I would say that, well, I would say that find someone who can, who with you can have uh, trust, confidence, and that can help you to go inside and see the beauty that you have. Sometimes we need a little bit of help from someone externally. So this is why there are centers of meditation or people who can help you. But I would say that the first, uh, the first part of your internal world can be this negative or some not so good things. But if you are a little bit patient and, and you are a little bit also courageous, and you continue to be there a little bit more and stay there, you will see that behind this phase of negativity, which is the most superficial, is what we see immediately, you will start to feel peace, calmness, serenity, and then you will you'll start to, to love yourself and to appreciate that there is a beauty inside yourself. And this thought is very important we all, 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 and this is absolute, not for some or for others, we all have a beautiful internal potential, but we need to discover it. So be brave, be bold, go inside, cross this first uh, phase no, of negativity or whatever you have, and go a little bit more with patience and you will enjoy and you will be surprised how beautiful it is to be there in silence, in calmness, in peace. So patience and practice. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that you don't have to do this on your own. Mm. If you're that uncomfortable, it's okay to take help and support. Exactly. That's really important. Thank you for underlining that. The next question is, can being positive and focusing on denying that there may be bad people around us 
make us not guarded? How do we cope with horror stories but still stay alert? Hmm. Well, to, in today's world, there are many people who really are suffering internally, and then they express this negativity externally. I believe really deeply that every human being is positive inside, in the heart. We have positive qualities. We are peace. We are love. We have all these things. But we have suffered a lot. We have received a lot, lot of pain and, and diffic, diffic, different things. And then we only express what is it, what is in our hearts. And I can say this because I've been giving lectures in the jail several times and with people who has killed other people. Sometimes once I was in a group of these kind of people and I saw them with compassion and I talked to them and some of them, they came to me to talk and I said, well, I was thinking inside myself, how can this person have done this action? So for some people, this person is the devil, but when you are able to touch his heart and give some love or some compassion of kindness, this person is able also to bring this beauty that it has internally to the externally. So we have to become strong. We have to train ourselves. We have to connect with our beauty. We have to connect with this energy so that we can, um, how, how I can say in English, we can uh, uh, transcend no? the, the facade of the other person and touch their beauty inside. It's not easy, I can understand, because we see what is in front of us. And nowadays there is a lot of negativity, it's not easy, but this is at least my aim, to create such a peace internally that I'm not affected by the violence or negativity of others, but I can convey this peace to the others and allow them to connect also with their peace. This is the aim, violence in violence, negativity in negativity only creates more negativity. So I think this, in these days, the world needs peace, silence, calmness, serenity. So we have to be prepared for that. Thank you. Um, this may not have been your problem because you seem so calm and collected, but I find that my mind um, is so overactive and I often find myself getting upset and angry over little things. How do you stay, how do you work through this? Is it possible to work through so that we too can be peaceful like you? Oh, very good question. I was not like I am now. I was a child hyperactive. I was broken everything in my, my home, my parents' home. I, I went from my home when I was 19, 20. I did a lot of crazy things. My mind was running so fast. I was very irritated, intolerant. I am discussing with my friends. So this was me. But what happened? I was feeling not good with myself. And there was something inside myself. Yes, there was something that I was saying, I need to find something better. I don't like to be like this. I don't want to live like this. So I would say, move forward, do something, 
go to a place to do yoga, to do meditation, find people. This is what I did. I didn't know what to do. So I, I look in Spain, there is the, the yellow pages. I don't know if it exists in, in the UK, but still there are some these ideas in these books in Spain. And there, there are all the addresses of everything. So I was looking for meditation or yoga or whatever. And I was trying here, trying there. I was proactive. This is one I think of my qualities, to be proactive, not to be a victim, not to say, okay, my mind is running in this way. I don't feel happy, so I have to accept this. No, I was fighting with the negativity that it was in me. <clears throat> and then when I start meditating, it took a while. Yes, it's like everything. When you start to learn a, a language, you don't understand anything at the beginning, but then slowly, slowly, it, it, it takes, it, it gets meaning and you, you start to understand and you, you can construct the sentences and then you, you start to enjoy. But we have to pass all the time in any learning through this phase of a little bit of uh, um, uh, discomfort. And then you start. So I would say, do something, practice something, find help, go to a center, move, in, in the direction that you want to move and you and you can do it. Not so difficult, really, it's not so difficult, but we have to do something. <laughs> Thank you. So there's always hope. You've just got to stay with it. Um, next question. From your talk, I understand that if we create thoughts of worry, we attract the situation that we're worrying about. We make it happen. Um, are you suggesting I have more control over outcomes than I think just with my thoughts? Well, um, I, I would say that if you worry about something, you have the possibilities. You are creating the possibilities that this could happen. It's not that this will happen. It's not a certainty. But the fact is that if you are creating these feelings inside yourself. I will lose my job. I will lose my job. You are creating this energy. And so you are working, but with this fear, with this anxiety, and your boss or the people will feel that you are not so positive and you are creating this energy and you have the possibilities that it could happen. Doesn't mean that it will happen. It's not a certainty, but you are creating more that. So in fact, we have the influence in the outcomes we have an influence. It's not completely certain, but if you create positive thoughts, if you visualize yourself in a positive way, if you visualize yourself more peaceful, you are creating possibilities to be like that. And this is an exercise I've done for many years. I visualize myself peaceful in different situations. And it's very interesting our mind because I was not peaceful but I was able to visualize myself, how would it be if I'm peaceful in this situation? So I was able to experience little moments of peace in these situations through my visualization. So I was bringing this experience to my life through my mind, you see? So it's true, but it takes time and it, there is a need of determination and there is a need of constant practice. This doesn't happen in one day. It happens in the long term. Hmm? Thank you. Um, 
The next two questions, I'm going to ask them separately, but I think they will build on each other. Um, the person saying, if I stop worrying about someone who's in physical pain, what do I do after that? What do I replace those thoughts with? How can I help them, especially if they're not near me? Well, I have the experience of different situations like that. And I would say worries are creating a vibration that reaches the person. And this person feels that you, you are suffering for this person. And this culturally, we have created this, this kind of attitude. It seems it's a good thing. But then the person is feeling that you are suffering. So it's not a nice feeling also. But what can you do? Send good wishes send pure feelings, send good vibrations to this person. And this is an exercise that we are doing. I have several WhatsApp groups. No? So one of them, when someone is ill or something, something happening, we put a, a small message and everyone is sending good wishes, good thoughts, you will recover. And many times the person who was ill or was passing through a difficult period they say, I'm feeling something that is reaching to me. I feel something that is touching me. I feel like something is healing me also. Then the destiny of each one is different. But these vibrations of good wishes, pure thoughts, good desires to the person reaches the person. And I've seen this with my daughter. And she told me that she felt in one situation, she was really difficult situation for her. She felt protected. She felt that something was there. And I, instead of being worried, I was meditating, sending her light, sending her uh, trust, uh, security, confidence. And she was feeling that and at, at a distance. So believe that, practice that and see the impact and you will be surprised. It works very, very well. And um, this leads into this question. I think you may have something further to add. Uh, the person is saying, this is a great talk. I feel like I'm practicing the techniques and meditating every day in the morning. I've been switching off the news for a few years and doing during these sad times with the war, but I'm still aware of what's going on. I feel, a bit, I feel a little guilty about it and want to help in other ways with charity, but I'm not sure how. Am I doing the right thing? I don't want to put my head in the sand either by blocking out the news of the war. I think this is the thought of many people now. And, and again, it's connected with what I was saying before. I conduct some meditations every week with a group of people, and I always convey the same, the same message. We are doing something. We are helping these people there. And you know, we have received a message from a friend of us, which is in Madrid, and she has a friend in, in Ukraine, and this person has contact with the soldiers there who are fighting. And these people have said to her, say to your friends that they continue to pray and they continue to meditate 
because we feel this protection. Sometimes we are in the field and, and some um, ball not comes and, and, and we move and, and we, we save our lives. Sometimes they were saying this was a message. At night there is darkness, but it's like we are seeing where to go and where to get safe. So he said, please said to them, continue to meditate, continue to pray because we feel these vibrations, they reach us. So I'm very aware that every person has a, a role in this situation. Some people are going there, some people are bringing food, other people are bringing um, uh, medicines, other people are doing other type of social work and other people are, are, are us. We are meditating and sending this vibration every day with this intention. So all together we are influencing and helping. So be aware <coughs> that meditating with this intention, it reaches them. And, and, and it's a very important role also to play that not so many people are doing. Hmm? Okay, that leads into the next question. You've opened a bag of worms here. Um, the next question is, does that mean that the meditation could have prevented the war or could stop the war? Well, this is a very difficult question. <laughs> I'm not uh, no, the person who see the future. There is the story <clears throat> and things will happen, what, what has to happen. But you know, we can help some people. I don't think that we can stop the world in this sense, but we can help people to deal with the world and the situations in a better way, feeling that there is some hope, there's some support coming from another place that they don't know exactly where, but they were feeling more protected in these situations. So I would say that also there is a need of uh, more higher energy, you know, the energy of God or the energy of the highest consciousness or the divine, whatever you, you want to call it. But for, for, for influencing more, we need a lot of power, a lot of energy. I'm not sure if the world will stop, but I'm sure that we are helping many people to deal in a better way and to feel that some energy is reaching them, protecting them and helping them as a support. And for me, this is, this is enough, no? I'm not worried. I'm occupied in sending this vibration and taking this energy also from the divine and sending this to the world. And this is my, my belief. <clears throat> thank you, Enrique. Um, that brings us to the end of our evening. So thank you. Um, many people have said thank you, but Thank you for your clarity. Thank you for your insights. Um, it's been a brilliant talk. So thank you very, very much.